This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. Back in Broncos Blitz podcast, the Taco Tuesday edition of the podcast. There was no podcast yesterday. If you were looking for us, sorry about that, guys. There was a power outage at Mile High Sports Studios. And there was a power outage uh, at Empower Field with the Broncos offense. They should call it Umpower Field. (laughs) Because <laughs> there was no power in that field. Because there was no, yeah, exactly. There was no power on the field. So, um, you know, again, like no radio show. It's weird. Um, we had no radio show yesterday as well. And it made us, I don't know, like they usually Monday is such a sad day. It's like the aftermath. You really feel the pain. It's weird. I'm kind of feel, you know, like we've turned the page a little bit today. And I think I know why a little bit is I think, Jake, that we, I don't know, didn't want to say, we saw this coming because that's not the case. We picked the Broncos to win. I picked the Broncos to win. Um, but we're mentally preparing ourselves for something like this to have happened. It was a worst nightmare. What happened during that game inside of that game? I think there's I saw quit out there. Um, we'll explain why. I'll tell you why I think that. And um it was kind of felt like the season inning a little bit as the Nuggets season is about to tip off. So um, we're changing the name of the Broncos Blitz podcast to the Nuggets Blitz podcast moving forward. That's just a joke. Michael Porter Jr. No, we're, mind. You know, we're still going to do the Broncos Blitz podcast every single day because um, we're contractually obligated. No, I'm, that's not why. That's all a joke. That's um, actually, I really enjoy doing the podcast for you guys with Jake every single day and one day a week with Danny Bailey. Um, it's a joke, but it's also true. Well, it's just like the tone will have will change. It, the Broncos Blitz podcast will be about how do the Broncos um, put this thing back on the tracks. And I don't mean for the season. I think the season is they're going to claw and fight their way to uh, – Eight and nine record or a seven and ten record, and that's what it's feeling like now. And um, again, Tim Tebow had the Broncos eight and eight, took them to the playoffs, somehow beat the Steelers. And Peyton Manning was like, "Yeah, it's good enough for me. If Tim Tebow could do that with those guys, imagine what I can do." So I'm hoping Teddy Bridgewater makes this team just respectable enough via to. Um, attract Russell Wilson or, or Aaron Rodgers here, to be honest with you. And that's not the only way to do it. And I don't know if that's if I had my pick of the litter of if I'm going to get a quarterback and I knew he was going to be a great player, it can come in the form of a young draftee or it can come in the form of a guy who I, who, I know, who, I, who I know exactly what he is right now and Russell Wilson and Andrew Luck. I might go in the, you know, in the Herbert direction. You know, if you can make me a yeah. couple guarantees of like, you know, of he's going to be uh, a cent to be a great player, will you win a championship with that? I, I can't see that far into the future. You know, the crystal ball's too muggy. I can see some things, but I can't see everything. So um, it sucks. I'm down. I'm feeling bad about it, but I'm not feeling as bad as I thought. I thought it'd be a drag to come in here and do this podcast with you right now today, and it's not. We are going to – this is a proud franchise. Uh, they know what it takes. I believe that someone will be fired soon, but it's not going to be Vic Fangio. It's very likely not going to be Shermer. It's not going to be Donatel. That's Fangio's, you know, bestie. They've been ride or die together for, you know, a long time. And John Elway has a great relationship with 
Vic Fangio, they're friends. It's beyond just the football, you know, coach on the field. I don't know if Vance and John were friends. Vance, Vance Joseph was hanging out with Johnny Football. I remember that. Who's a gangster? <laughs> you are, you are, baby. Uh, so you know, remember that kind of stuff. So, um, uh, what's it mean? What's it mean, Jake? What does it mean to you, Jake? All this right now, where we're at, the you know, the highs, the lows, the big picture, what you know, the feelings you're having inside of your body, the pain. I think this means that the Broncos are, are back where they were last year, you know, looking for a quarterback and, you know, talking about potentially looking for a new head coach. You know, the Vic Fangio experiment did not work out. He's supposed to be a defensive genius or a, a mastermind, but he hasn't lived up to that expectation. His defense, defense stinks right now. Secondary sucks right now. That's what's killing the Broncos and also Teddy Bridgewater's turnovers the last few games. Yeah. But that, that, that doesn't excuse the defense, and it doesn't excuse Vic Fangio. So I personally believe that Vic Fangio should be fired today. Um, but it's not, like you said, it's, well, prob- it's probably out. not going to happen. There's franchises that would, lots of them. And the Broncos are a franchise that will has a fan base that will outcry and outrage, and they will have to show that it's unacceptable and won't be tolerated, but that's not going to be in the. That's going to be in the form of like Tom McMahon today, or some, you know, yeah. Tom McMahon will be fired. The scapegoat, as usual, Vic Fangio never takes the the full full blame of for anything. You yeah, know, but he he's always... a competitor, and he's got pride. He's going to think we're five hundred teams still. And like uh, F. Lewis, uh, texter of the radio show, said today, if the playoffs ended to started today, the Broncos are the seventh seed. Actually. Well, they're the eight seed. They're really? on the bubble because the Steelers are number seven because they have that tiebreaker over the Broncos. Wow. Um, so Raiders at six, Bengals at five. Wow. Bills four, Titans three, Chargers two, and Ravens sitting at the top. But the Broncos are right there on the bubble and the Chiefs right behind uh, the Broncos. Okay. And that's not going to last. That's not going to last the Broncos. The, they're three and three right now. But it can get a whole lot worse with this. Here's what I thought with the Browns and with the Washington football team. Those are two teams that's going to be 20 to 17s. Well, I don't know the Broncos can get now 17. I, I don't even know that they could be on the 17 side, let alone the winning in on the 20 side against two defenses mm-hmm. like this. They can't score any points. They don't do anything in the first half. It takes them too long to get traction. I don't know what they're trying to do that's so desperately not working until they really finally kind of have to like just let Teddy loose and do things that obviously they weren't doing in the first half to try to bring them back into games, which in a weird way, it kind of slowly kind of weighs like um, it's – Makes you think, why aren't they playing like this all the time? Because they would be in games if they were. Last week's game, they, against the Steelers, I don't know what they're doing in the first half. They let um, Teddy loose in the second half. He nearly brings them all the way back. This week, they got manhandled. It feels like they, you know, at every big moment, they let down. The secondary, man. The secondary looked horrible. I mean, Darby, burnt. Simmons, burnt. Uh, Bryce Callahan. Fuller is a disaster. Burnt, Fuller. Uh, all of them are are not doing well. Secondary, it didn't. It's not what we thought it would be. Sertan's young. Can't blame anything on him. 
Uh, Fuller's washed, it looks like. Uh, Callahan and Darby are like bad, you know, right? They're th- number three corners, number two corners. Bad number two corners, average number three corners. That's who and what they are. And then, you know, safety is a tough position to you can take a lot of heat if you're not really good. Justin Simmons, over, Justin Simmons overpaid. Th- well, again, that's the word on the street. And actually, people have been saying this the last couple few weeks on him. No one wanted to accept it and acknowledge it when um, they were still in it and they're a winning football team. Now that they're not. You know, it's like who and what are the Broncos? Uh, who and what is any NFL team without a real quarterback? Um, we tried to pretend we could do this with Teddy. And maybe with, again, um, it shows the depth or lack thereof when, like, this, the walls are caving in around you because Josie Jewell and Alexander Johnson and K.J. Hamler and Jerry Judy are, and Glasgow are out. Those are guys... There's no superstars there, but it goes to the lack of depth the Broncos have. Ever, to win with Teddy, everything has to go right, and when anything goes wrong, they can't win. And that's not a diss on Teddy. Teddy's still better than Drew Locke, and he drew Locke guys out there who listening to the podcast. That's Don't be stupid, okay? It's like, Drew. I mean, Teddy, you, you want to look bad now. We're about to, you put Drew Locke in there. We're about to get blown out in games. Yeah. At least up until this week, we've been respectable. Respectable against the Ravens. Respectable against the Steelers. This week, it came apart a little bit. Um, it wasn't as close as the score really was. Not at all. We got whooped. We got our asses waxed, as Chuck Nasty would say, one of our callers. So... Well, it's a third of the way through the season now. Six games out of the six weeks out of the eighteen, and the Broncos, uh, three and three, five hundred team. They have showed us who they really are now. Uh, they they can beat the the bottom feeders of this league, but right when they start to play decent teams to to the upper echelon of the of the league, they can't hang. I mean, the Ravens boat raced. Uh, the Steelers, you know, they, they handled the Broncos for the majority of that game. And same thing with the Raiders. Uh, and the Raiders, I would say, are just the better team. You know, oh, they, no, they the have so much more talent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they were healthy. And the Broncos, um, it was tougher, better coordinated, um, outcoached by a team that didn't have a coach. Um, and like I said last all, week, every way, shape, and form. Like I said last week on the podcast, you can't let Henry Ruggs beat you. The Raiders watched film. And they Pop the toasted you, off. popped that the top off, and that's what ha- that's what has happened for the past three weeks. And Henry Ruggs was no different. Yeah, they were dominated. The Raiders are better than the Broncos. The Broncos are the worst team in the division. And what's crazy is, just like that, Jake, it's like you can't make this shit up because they win this game, they're four and two and in first place in the division. Now, wow! I just said that the worst team in the division. I feel very good about it. There's no like, oh wait, actually, let me think about it. They actually the Raiders. No, no, Raiders just fucking whipped their ass, you know. And it sucks. And um, fast start by the Broncos out the gate. Can't beat a good team. The injuries have caught up with them. They're not deep enough. Uh, and Teddy's not good enough. Period. There's no mystery. There's no mystery. Um, it's on Vic Fangio. They need a breath of fresh air here. Obviously, we need a new head coach, and we'll be in the business of a new head coach, and we'll be talking about that moving forward, not today. I don't got a can't list of candidates yet. I'm not going to start saying Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. I don't need Kellen Moore in here yet, but I do, you know, again, 
Look at the young coaches around the league right now. LaFleur, McVay. Who's this Chargers dude who looks like he's 14 Staley, years old? Uh, who's the dude who uh, Cincinnati, uh, Cincinnati's uh, coach who everyone thought, you know, who the hell is this guy? How did he get a head coaching job? Um, has turned that thing around pretty impressively. Uh, I, I want me one of those, Jake. I want me one of the Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. And those guys are out there. Who's the next of those guys? Um, find him, get him in here. Like I said, my head coach, I want my head coach to be like whenever we, again, we always, I, I broke one rule on the show today. Um, never on the show and never on the podcast talk about these four things. Ne- you know, we never want a caller to call and tell us about their politics, their religion, their fantasy football team, or don't tell us about your kids. I did a whole segment on my son's, you know, Little League baseball stuff, stuff this week, and we lost championship game. It was drama. It and was I, all- I talked about my fantasy football team. Oh, that's team. okay. It's all, you know, we, it's, it's, it's our show, though. We can break the rules. Uh, but we're sorry about it still, and we acknowledge it. But um, it's like, um, I don't know. It's, it's really def- – I'm so def- I'm deflated by this Broncos season, by what's what it's come to. Um, I'm really let down by it, um, and I don't know. I like I'm I'm moved on though. I'm moving on. I think the Nuggets are helping. I'll be honest with you. Um, we're not giant. Hockey guys, but we do like actually. You're a pretty good sized hockey guy. I should take that back. Um, Getting I, into it, I think the Avs are going to be great this year again, and that's all hands on deck to win a you know a, a championship. But um, my head coach is coming kind of back around. I want my head coach to look like I want like I want my president of the United States of America to look like John F. Kennedy. I want him to look like dashing and young, handsome, beautiful wife, a couple young kids, like McVeigh, like LaFleur, you know? Like, that's what I want my head coach to look like. I don't want frumpty dumpty. I mean, like, a team takes on the, I want my head coach to look like Mike Tomlin, big eyes, freaking staring, scaring people on the sideline. I want the passion that John Harbaugh has when he goes out there and tells, he asks Lamar Jackson, hey, you want to go for this here on fourth and two? You know, what do you think? Of course. Vic Fangio, freaking, ugh. I've had enough. Yeah. I'm over it. A, uh, it's not all his fault, but also he's got to go to. And it's where I'm at, bro. Me too. In, in an evolving league of passing and, and young coaches and young players you have to adapt and i'm i'm sure that george payton eventually will and, and he's going to give Shermer and, and fangio and their old antiquated style of coaching and he's going to throw them out the door so eventually it's going to happen and it's the broncos uh, the Broncos are gonna. They're not firing him. They're gonna be better for it after. Season. You don't think he's gonna get fired during the season? Listen, I you think said he will. Fangio. I think he's he'll get fired halfway it's point a, of the it's season. It's disgraceful to hire to fire your coach in the middle of a season. The Broncos aren't a disgraceful franchise. But Vic Fangio is a disgraceful coach. It is, but it's like he didn't disgrace the team in any way. It just hasn't worked out. So like someone else will go. Um, they know that there's no one else who can get more out of Fangio immediately on his coaching staff, and you don't ever bring a coach in midstream like that. Um, even though with Vance, they were talking about doing it with. I don't, no, 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 with Fangio, they're talking about doing it with Shanahan. Wait, 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 I have to think about that for a sec. Where were we? Halftime of the Broncos Blitz podcast. 
And DraftKings has this DraftKings um, has this great hookup for you guys. I think it's the best uh, since week one or week two that they offered, Jake. Right now, bet $5 on any NFL game, okay? On any NFL team to win any NFL game. If their team wins, $200 in free bets, okay? Winner, winner, Jake? Chicken, Chicken dinner. dinner. Okay, bet $5 at DraftKings right now. This week of the NFL season, Thursday night football, coming up here a couple few days. Lots of games, big slate this weekend, Monday night football. Whatever it is, $5 and hit that bet turns into $200 in free bets. Um, that's awesome. So same game parlays, DraftKings does these same game parlays for all customers. Um, multiple bets inside of one game. I love them. Um, I do them all the time. One leg short last night, it was I had the under on A.J. Brown who came back from two bad knees. Um, for under like 60 yards and he was down like nine yards and then like 13 yards and then late in the game they had like they like went to him he heated up and I think he got to 100 but it was um, five legs that was one leg that fell short if that hit I had 25 that paid out like four or five hundred bucks um, and I love chasing them and I'm going to hit one and there's a great feeling it's like oh, man it's the best feeling to hit one of these so uh, download DraftKings Sportsbook app now use promo code MHS that's our promo code okay and bet just five dollars on any nfl team to win their game and win two hundred dollars in free bets um that's awesome um DraftKings sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the nfl and they're a partner of this podcast so thanks for uh, trying them out go give them an opportunity um, if you're going to do this thing, man, do it right and do it with the best. That's DraftKings. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-522-4700. Okay, Jake. Um, this Broncos Blitz podcast has kind of had a, it's been a sad one, a little bit of a sad, you know. Uh, yeah, again, we're positive guys. We live in Colorado. It's beautiful here. It's incredible here, you know. We got beautiful, I got a beautiful wife and kids. You got a little tenderoni girlfriend, you know? Um, so we're, you know, we got a life is good for us. The Broncos are just bad. So you have to adjust your life. And that's emotional. That's hard. Mm -hmm. How do you do that? How do you stop caring about the Broncos? Well, you don't stop caring. You just got to stop, you know, for this season acting like they're, you know, your, your big picture, your, your thinking has to change. You have to go more big picture thinking. It's got to be about who the, you gotta, and then you got to be excited in a weird way about who's the next fields and he could be ours. Who's the next Herbert? He could be ours. Is this Aaron Rodgers thing? This, you know, if they win, lose or draw, I used to think that, well, damn, if um, if Green Bay wins it, um, Aaron Rodgers will probably stay there. Who's to say that? That might be the nail in the coffin. That might get, make it easy for everybody to part ways. Mm -hmm. And who's to say he wouldn't come to Bron the Broncos one year after, you know, months after winning a Super Bowl with Green Bay? Let alone if they lose in the divisional round to, you know, Tampa. To the Cowboys, to Tampa. Tampa, good call. And he's deflated and just thinks, like, this is the end of the road. So Aaron Rodgers to Bron the Broncos is real. Russell Wilson to the Broncos, that's real talk. And, again, like, we continue to – I'll say this that I said it on the show, and we'll wrap it with this. It'll take five minutes. And I just like the future of what I think the, the franchise kind of should be and what should be happening. 
and what you guys as Broncos fan, me, I'm here, I'm from here. Jake and I are from here. We do, you know, we went to college here. We, you know, we, we, we don't, we're not in another state talking about the Arizona Cardinals or we're not on the East Coast talking about the Yankees. And um, we're blessed to be able to do what we do here uh, covering the teams that we really, really, truly love. So I'm going to watch the games, and I'm going to try to enjoy things within the games, and I'm not going to take these losses hard. But in the meantime, I want the development of Javante Williams, who I think has superstardom in him. I want Sertan to become a star in the making. I want Garrett Bowles to live up to all this money he's making. I want to see um, if Justin Fields and Cream Jackson make sense in the future plans of, of this team. I want to uh, see who and what makes sense for this offensive line moving forward. I want to see if trading Von Miller at some point in this season to the Cowboys for a second-round pick or a first-round pick. Don't forget, they gave up two first-round picks for Amari Cooper. You don't think of a guy like Von Miller when they're talking Super Bowl right now. Um, Michael Irvin uh, with Stephen A. was talking about buy your Super Bowl tickets right now uh, Dallas Cowboys fans trade Von Miller for a first round pick you know um, you know what's everything's under evaluation so that's what we'll, yeah, that's what this was going to be for us I mean like as a team as uh, a radio show as a podcast and we're going to figure out what it takes to get it right I said this too Jake um, I have my front office I have uh, there's eight Quarterbacks worth a damn in college football right now will be on NFL rosters next year drafted. I got eight of my scouts like spies on these guys, like like following these guys around, living in the cities, living in the college towns where these guys are at, you know, like, um, uh, you know, blending in. I'm asking for access to the coaches that, you know, that I'm going to draft your guy. I really love him. You know, I'm telling every coach that um, we're going to I'm going to draft your guy. Imagine what that does for your head coach too. his, you know, we right. want to be around. I want to talk to people. If that coach has nothing to hide, he'll let him in there. I want to know the girlfriends. I want to know the motivation. I want to know the dark, deep, dark secrets. I want to know what's, you know, if this guys, you know, pounding bottles and pounding co-eds um, at frat parties every weekend, you know, right. I want to know it all because that's how I'm going to find my next Herbert or not. And then Jake, I'm going to, I'm calling the Seahawks right now and I'm trying to trade for Russell Wilson today. Hurt. ASAP. Right now. It helps them right now. We're sending players right now to you. You know, whether it be the Kareem Jackson and uh, two first-round picks and a couple young players, like whatever. Because, you know, who, who do you want on our offensive line? Let's make this work now so you guys can compete with Geno, see if Geno has a future as your quarterback next year or whatever it may be as Russell Wilson um, wants out or tells them right now, I'm not coming back next year. Um, I told you on the show, I think Russell Wilson potentially never plays another down for the Seahawks again, ever. Depends again. on how this injury goes. And, and if they're in it, if right. they're four and seven at the time, there's no point in him coming back to play for anything at all. Because I mean, like, even if he's like, oh, well, we can win out and win five in a row type of shit. No, because at that point, if they're four and seven, it's about his, his big picture. Yep, you're it's putting your, future. your NFL career in jeopardy. It's at about that the point. future. It's about turning the page. And he's already expressed, you know, 
discomfort and displeasure with the organization itself. So it, it may be time for him to move on. Bro, I think you might be right. He's an afterthought now with all the young quarterbacks. How do you change that? Go to an incredible fan base, another city that has an incredible fan base, become a superstar all over again in Denver, have John Elway call, call him, tell him, hey, man, I was just a regular guy before I became the greatest quarterbacks of all time, winning two Super Bowls here in my twilight. Um, Peyton Manning, I'd make some parallels to him and Peyton Manning. You know, won a Super Bowl, went to another one, kind of looks like your career's on the other side. What did Peyton Manning here? Came and solidified one of the greatest careers in sports history here in Denver. And tell Russell Wilson, you come here and win two Super Bowls, take it away from Mahomes, uh, beat Josh Allen and won the AFC Championship game, and then go beat Tom Brady or go beat Aaron Rodgers, whatever it takes. You become a, a legend here and kind of a hero all over again. Okay. That's what I'm doing, Jake. Non-freaking stop. I got my assistants, GMs, guys. I'm calling the Green Bay trying to see, okay, theoretically what could work here in the offseason. What are we doing here? What's going to whether he needs to be traded for or they let him walk and he becomes a a free agent, you know? Um, So as Broncos fans, it's time to turn the page, start watching a lot more college football, and, (laughs) and think about what coaches you want, what quarterbacks you want, and just move on. And I'm going to say this, Jake. There's going to be Broncos Blitz fo- pl- uh, podcast listeners going to be like, damn, guys, you guys are cold-blooded. They're 3-3. Three and three. They're one game out of the playoffs. This can happen, this can happen, this can happen. It's a long season. You're right, listener, and thank you for listening. We love you. But I'm like a big-picture guy. What am I fighting hard for? And seven or eight wins? The truth is, or the truth is that, like, the worse the record, the better the draft pick. Tank it. And I'm not about tanking because I want to develop, but also want to be realistic. You got to, it's like, again, who's it for? The Broncos. Fangio's win-loss record. The Broncos overall, oh, they're 326 wins. Curve over 289 over there for 60 years of football type of stuff. That stuff kind of, I guess, means something. I mean, it's not for the ticket season ticket holders because, I mean, like, they're smart. They know their tickets will be worth twice as much if this is a winning franchise. They know the importance, and they're willing to pay more for those tickets as well. You know, whether they resell them or whether they keep them going to the games or whether they're giving out to clients or whether they're giving out to family members. It's a big picture for me, and it should be a big picture for the Broncos now thinking. Um, if they won the next two games and they're 5-3, and three, we'll be all you know, excited again. Yeah, sure. I'd love it. I'd, that'd be great. Bron- the Browns are down. Baker's probably not playing. But also... You let Case Keenum come in here and beat you. Browns backup. Miles Garrett knocks Teddy out of the freaking game. Drew Locke's throwing picks against still a very respectable Browns defense. Then what? Then it's like we're just going to feel like poop all over about ourselves all over again. Right. And then don't do it to yourselves, guys. And then those games that you thought were victories turn into losses, like the Bengals game. You totally. Know, the, the Bengals Eagles. look great. The they, Eagles. How do you stop Jalen Hurts? The, they're uh, not going to When at that point they have one or two wins, and the Broncos barely have three or four. All of a sudden, that game is much more even than you want it to be. Right, and that's the road that the Broncos are going down right now, and it's it's not looking pretty. Things can change quickly in this league, but the way they're Bronco, the Broncos are going right now, they're they're obviously the worst team in the division, and they should just they don't have to tank because you know they're not any good. While this is our Monday show, because we didn't have a show yesterday, we had a power outage here at Mile High Sports. Um, 
this kind of, you know, we're airing it out. We're venting a little bit. I want to see how we'll feel tomorrow about it. That's the end of the Broncos with podcast for today. I'm not trying to be a downer, go out on a low note. I'm hurting. I'm sad. I'm emotional. I hate it uh, where they're at. I wanted it bad for the Broncos and Teddy. Again, we said they went from uh, four and two, Jake. They went from four and two and first place in the division in one game to three and three, and now we could both say they're the worst team in the division and kind of really believe it. So with confidence, uh, Jake said Jake Meyer Radio on Twitter. I'm at Tweet Danny on Twitter. Follow this podcast, rate and review it. Spotify, Apple Play, Google Plex. That's just that's what my kids say. What's the biggest number, Dad? Oh, Infinity. Oh no, it's not. It's Google Plex. I'm like, whoa, really? Uh, he, you know, we pay. He goes to private school. We pay thousands. So I'm going to believe him. I just didn't. I'm a public school kid. My kid's like eight, and he should be smarter than me now for as much as we pay. But um, you're great, Jake. Uh, we'll go back tomorrow. We'll see how we feel tomorrow. Yeah. What shakes out. I think Tom McMahon gets fired in the next 24 hours. Bold prediction alert. I see it happening. Uh, um, for, Maybe. Well, listen to the radio show at Mount High Sports um, at 98.1 FM here in Denver. You could watch it at MountHighSports.com. You could um, get podcasted versions of our previous works, just like you get prov- uh, previous podcasts as well. What were you going to say, Jake? Oh, I was going to say maybe McMahon gets the axe when they fall to under 500. Okay. Your 500 team theoretically still in the playoffs. Once you're not, that's when heads start to roll. There are a lot of franchises who do go by that kind of mantra. And then once that happens, like, like you know, once you're kind of eliminated, not just theoretically, but almost mathematically, then the heads roll. So that's it. Great job, Jake. Uh, Listeners, thanks for being with us. We appreciate you guys. We'll put a big smile on. We're going to try to come back and be big picture and still be positive big picture about this franchise because I still think the Broncos are great as a franchise, a legacy brand. I think they're a championship brand, and I think um, they're down right now, and I think they'll turn around and get this right. So we appreciate you guys for listening, and we love you guys. Good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.